0: Hello, hello, hello. I want to welcome you all back to the Shape the Culture podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly sermons. Once again, um, if you're a continued listener, if this is your second, third, fourth time tuning in, I just want to say I really appreciate you. I, I'm happy that you're continuing to tune in with us as we learn and be creative with these scriptures and with these sermons that we deliver. If you're a first-time listener, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that you hear something that you like Um, that you really enjoy it. Um, if you have any feedback or commentary, questions that you would like to provide for me, please leave me a comment, a rating, a review. You can hit me up at shapetheculture.org, or you can hit me up on Instagram at shape the shapetheculture. Um, just make sure that you, as you listen, as you find something that you like, share with a friend. We want to continue to follow this model of each one, teach one, so just make sure you share with a friend. And we're going to get right back into our message, into our series of strategic faith. So this week, as we continue to look at our series strategic faith, I want to kind of recap what we've been talking about. I know for the first uh, message, we talked about faith as an action. Um, Then the week after that, we talked about manifesting a clear vision. We've talked about taking time to scheme and plot and plan with God. Um, And we've also talked about being strategic with our friend circle. Um, And this week, we're going to tie everything together in a way um, and talk about the popular concept and model that everybody likes to say they live by, which is just do it. We all know this phrase, thanks to Nike. Um, it's a popular concept that we buy into. We love to say that we adhere to it. Um, but when I when I started thinking about it, and the more I do think about it, when I think about just doing it, I think it means so much more than just a casual phrase. Um, re- really, when we examine what it means to just do it, we see that we have to be willing to walk out on faith um, when we just do it. We have to be willing to accept our purpose emblaze the trail set for us. Um, To really just do it, we have to be willing to walk with God and trust in the calling over our lives when we say that we're just going to do it. Um, And you know, it's it's okay to be strategic. We talked about that in the first message, and we've continued to talk about that. But tying it all together, no matter how strategic you are, no matter how much faith you have, you really have to just do it. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. Um, So this week, when we examine what it really means to just do it, our reading is going to take us to the book of Matthew. We are going to be in chapter 11 this week. The, for the first for the first couple points of this message, we're going to read verses 18 and 19, very short. And the verses read like this. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say here is a glutton and a drunkard. A friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is proved right by her deeds. All right. So at first, when before we get it before anything, I want us to take a look at the life of John the Baptist. Um, those verses that we just read where Jesus was saying, For John can't neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. Um that was Jesus speaking. He was, Again, he was teaching and preaching to a crowd um, and he was talking about John the Baptist. So at first we have to look at the background of John the Baptist's life and the purpose he fulfilled. Um, John was the messenger that was called to make the way straight before Jesus. He was called to prepare and preach the same message that Jesus essentially would be delivering. But this whole time, John the Baptist kind of knew that he was going to be surpassed by Jesus. He was the person sent to, sent ahead to, to get people to repent and bear fruit of their repentance um, and prepare themselves for Jesus to come, the Messiah. Um, and that really makes me think when I read those verses, it's like, what would you do if you knew that you were meant to come in second place? See, that's the life that John the Baptist lived his entire life. And it, it's interesting to me because he chose to understand that not only was his purpose bigger than him, but he decided to live it out completely. Like he understood that, okay, I'm doing this for somebody else and I'm potentially helping somebody else set up their kingdom, but I'm just going, going to do it. And I'm going to do it with all my heart and all my soul and all my mind. Um and then, when you continue to read about John the Baptist, you you read that he lived out in the wilderness, that he ate locusts and honey, and that he gave everything to pursue this calling over his life. Um, and I'm really fascinated with these decisions that we that we read and learn about John the Baptist making. Because my first point is that your decisions lead you to your destiny. Um, when you when you decide to just do it and make the decisions that align with your purpose and with your calling, they're going to put you on the right path. Um, and the thing about making decisions is that there's always two options. We read that Jesus told us that John came neither eating nor drinking. He was the one who modeled the very life we would we would assume God wants us to live. And according to Jesus, he was better then Jesus, he lived a, a life that many people would say was better than Jesus. Jesus feasted and drank. John fasted and abstained. Um, but still, John was considered a demon. He was doubted by those around him. And so those around John, you know, they thought he was crazy and he didn't make sense. And I believe that that there were times that John also felt like he was crazy, like he was making the decision to follow God's plan without any confirmation. Because like I said, decisions always come twofold. He could have decided, you know what, like, yeah, I don't know who Jesus is. I don't know when Jesus is coming. I don't know what Jesus is going to look like. And all I'm being told, all God is telling me is that to prepare the path, to just keep at it, to stay diligent, just keep working, keep building for somebody else. Um, And I really admire John for making a decision to say, okay, guess what? I know my destiny. I know what is for me. Um, It may make me look crazy. I may be all on my own, but I'm going to keep preparing the path. Um, He was spending years preaching with no confirmation that he was correct, and he was spreading a message that he hoped would be proved right, but he just never knew if it would. And it, it's 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 special that a promise was spoken over John's life, and he was just obedient to it. And when we walk out on our faith, we have to really believe it. We have to really believe that God is telling us the truth, and that there's something on the other side for us. That's why faith is in action more than anything. If we're going to talk about it, then we need to be about it. I think it's I think it's important for us to know that our decisions are what's gonna lead us to our destiny because we have to be able to move independently. Um, I love these those verses, those short verses, because Jesus contrasted himself with John the Baptist. Um, and I believe it was to show us how important our independence is. I know for me personally, like there are a lot of times where I can start to feel isolated and I start feeling like there's nobody that understands how I'm feeling or what I'm going through or what I'm doing. And these thoughts can be overwhelming thoughts. They can be confusing and and a burden on me until I remember that's how it's supposed to be. Because let's think about it. When you have a calling on your life and believing that God has something greater in store for you, it, it comes, like I said, with the duality. There's, there's two sides to it. It's great to believe in ourselves and have hope, but we have to understand that on the other side, the promise over our lives is for us and us alone. There's no duplicate people out there. We're all chosen, anointed, and appointed in our own way and at our own time. And so it's okay to be isolated because that's because that's what's going to breed our independence. That's my second point: is that your isolation is breeding your independence. And and there's a difference between being isolated and then being independent. We're going to talk about that because when John the Baptist was called to preach in the wilderness, he was all by himself. And when Jesus was called to be the Messiah, he was all by himself. But being isolated, feeling alone is all part of the process of building up that faith that we need to believe in ourselves more than anything. Um, We have to be able to conquer the fear and anxiety of doing something nobody else has done and walking a path that is made just for us and nobody else. We need isolation because if we allow ourselves to start feeling to start feeling like being independent is wrong and we want to fit in with the crowd, then our decisions won't lead us to our destiny. You have to be able to enjoy your time alone, knowing that it's for you, knowing that your time of waiting and having to be patient is opportunities and moments that you need to be spending learning and growing. In those times, you are literally being formed and shaped by the spirit of God living inside of you. You want to build up your independence and be able to move freely so you can have a just do it mentality and just Do it literally and let your faith be your moving force and not worry about anything else. When you let your faith be your moving force and let your faith guide you, it's going to be like how Jesus ended his speech when it says that wisdom is proven right by her deeds. And I love this because after contrasting himself with John the Baptist and showing that they took different paths and still received criticism, he goes on to say that in the end, wisdom is always proven right. Every time I read this, it speaks to me because it shows us and it reminds me that no matter what we see people doing, no matter if we agree with their actions or not, that wisdom will be proven right in the end. By using the examples of John the Baptist and himself, Jesus was able to demonstrate how stepping out on faith and following the path destined for us will always lead us to victory. And remember, I want us to continue to think about how John the Baptist was preaching in the wilderness Literally just to prepare the way for Jesus. Jesus was the chosen one. Jesus was called to be the Messiah. And John knew this. He was fully aware that when Jesus came, it was it was potentially gonna take away his spotlight. His job was just to do the beginning work and then pass on the baton to Jesus. And knowing this, like I said, John could have chosen the other side, he could have chosen to make different choices different decisions and choose another route. He could have tried to be greater than Jesus and say, you know what? I'm not going to follow what was meant for me. I'm going to try to be greater, be better. But in the end, John's mentality to just do the work and to step out on faith proved right in the end. Um, and we read the, the end of Jesus's speech at the beginning with verses 18 and 19. But now I want us to go back still in chapter 11 to verse 11. And we're going to read this statement that Jesus had to say about John the Baptist. He says, truly, I tell you, among those born of woman, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. When I, when I read this, it, it kind of amazes me because I think that in his own way, Jesus admired John, that he had an admiration for John. Because this is the reason why. Jesus was able to understand that John paved the way for him, not only with his preaching and making the, the, the way straight, But John made room for Jesus to begin his ministry, and he demonstrated how to step out on faith and have a just do it mentality. Jesus had to be inspired by watching this because it was what Jesus was called to do, too. Wisdom is proven right by her deeds, and that wisdom that guides us as we walk out on our purpose will not fail us. Be comfortable being who you are, even when you feel isolated. Allow your decisions to guide you to your destiny by following your heart and being smart with your faith. Thank you once again for making it to this point in a Shape the Culture message in our in our weekly sermons. Um, we have wrapped up this message of the having this just do it mentality. Um, and it really just boils down to allowing your decisions to guide you. Um, and like I said, following your heart, but also being able to be smart and make the right decisions. Um, I think that's something that we all need to pay attention to, especially when we continue to move out on our faith and and walk in our purpose. Um, So I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you found something that you enjoyed. Remember, I'm down for all feedback, all constructive criticism. Um, i like to talk to you guys about what you guys liked, about what you guys didn't like. Make sure you subscribe at shapetheculture.org and share with a friend. Thank you for tuning in once again. I love y'all and talk to y'all next week.